0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Cause you made me, you made me You know what's supposed to be
2: Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus is our Lord. I thank you, God, on tonight for giving me the screen, God, to bring forth this message the way that you gave it to me, Lord God. Let it come forward with clarity, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. That your name may get all the glory. To God be glory. In the name of Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Genesis 45, verses 1 and 2. This Genesis 45, verses 1 and 2 from the ERV, the easy-to-read version. Joseph could not control himself any longer. He cried in front of all the people who were there. Joseph said, tell everyone to leave here. So all the people left, only the brothers were left with Joseph. Then he told them who he was. Joseph continued to cry, and all the Egyptian people in Pharaoh's house heard it. Somebody, you're mad because they still get to you. Seeing them still affects you, even though it's been years. Tonight's message. You see, it had been years since Joseph had seen his brothers, and seeing them face-to-face still had a major, major effect on him emotionally. Again, that's from Genesis 45, verses 1 and 2 from the ERV. It had been years since he seen, they had seen his brothers, seen them face to face. Still, seeing them had a major effect on him emotionally. Even though they had did him so wrong, they did him so wrong. Most
0: of you, you know the story. Similarly, they end up selling him into slavery. Among some other things that they had did to him, they hated him, because he was his father's favorite. They hated him because of his dreams, and they just they just threw him
2: in a pit. They did everything that they could think of, still it wasn't enough. Because as you can can see in tonight's message, as we go farther, you will see that the Lord's will still came through. Even though they had did him so wrong, he still couldn't contain his emotions when he saw them. Like some of you, even though that person or those people have done you so wrong, still whenever you see them or whenever they come to your mind, you you get emotional. You get emotional.
0: You have a reaction.
2: They are still affecting you. They still get to you. And that's what Joseph was struggling with. Joseph, Joseph was struggling with the fact that he still loved his brothers in spite of what they had done to him. A scenario that God himself knows all too well. He was struggling with the fact that he still loved his brothers in spite of everything that they had done to him, a scenario that God himself knows all too well. For God so loved the world, we all know this scripture, but I'm going to read it slow. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16, NIV, meaning God loved the people that didn't love him back. Think about it. You know I like to make you think on prolific For God so loved the world, not Christian people, not believers. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, meaning God loved the people that didn't love him back. God loved the people who would would consistently reject him and not want to change, live a holy lifestyle in order to be with him for eternity. But yet he sacrificed Jesus for them. But yet he sacrificed Jesus for them. He sacrificed Jesus for us. NCV, the New Century Version of the Bible says, but God shows shows His great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. There was the way that God showed His love for us. He showed His great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. He didn't wait till we got cleaned up, cleaned up out of sin, whatever the sin was. He didn't wait until then but he loved us while we were still sinners romans 5 and 8 from the new century version so rather than beat yourself up about it listen to me real good so rather than beat yourself up about it just know the god in you that makes you to love them that makes you love those who do you wrong that causes you to be attracted to those who do you wrong? Is there God in you that makes you love those who do you wrong? That makes you, that causes you to be attracted to those who do you wrong? Is there God in you? Because God had that same problem. He was attracted to people, drawn to people that do him wrong. He was drawn to us. He
0: loved us. He loves us, and sometimes we still do him wrong.
2: However, that doesn't mean, hear me clearly, however, that does not mean you have to stay in relationship with that person or persons just because you love them. Hear me clearly, that does not mean you have to stay in relationship with that person or persons. Just because you love them. Just because the agape, that agape, unconditional love keeps showing up in you. That's the God in you, the agape love, that unconditional love. Just because that type of love keeps showing showing up in you, in you emotionally, whenever you see them, whenever they come to mind. No, the Bible says pray. No. Beloved, the Bible says pray. But I say to you, love your enemy. Pray for those who hurt you. But I say to you, love your enemy. Pray for those who hurt you. Matthew 5 and 44 from the New Century Version, the NCV. Beloved, pray for those who hurt you. Pray for those who hurt you. I wish I could have e-dropped on Joseph's prayer life. I wish I could have e-dropped on Joseph's prayer life and overheard over the years the many conversations between him and God that would later lead to him saying to his brothers, after he had cried in tonight's of text, after he had cried and revealed himself to them, Joseph said to them, and now do not be distressed. And do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here. Told you they sold him. Do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to saved lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years there will be no plowing or plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your life by a great deliverance so then it was not you who sent me here but god so then just imagine the amount of prayer that he had to that he had to go through the conversations he had to have with god to get to that revelation right there because i'm quite sure at first he was hurt just like anybody would have been hurt to know that it was my own brother's hand that sold me, that brought me to this place. Just imagine how much praying he had to put into it, how much praying he had to go through to get to the point where he realized. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He finally realized that it was God's plan, that, that everything that happened that led up to this moment, it was God's will. And that's what I'm saying to somebody. Even though it hurts, even though it scripts you, it was God's will, it was God's plan. He made me father to Pharaoh. He continued talking to them. He said, He made me, God made me father to Pharaoh, Lord of his entire household and ruler of all Egypt. That's Genesis forty five, verses five through eight, NIV. Can you hear? It? Can you hear? It? There's love in a statement like that, not wanting them to be stressed out or angry with themselves and selling him there. There's love. There's forgiveness in a statement like that, no longer blaming them for all the hurtful things that occurred when they were growing up. There's, there's, forget, there's forgiveness in a statement like that no longer blaming them for all the hurtful things that occurred when they were growing up back at home in their father's house. Genesis 37. That's where it all began in Genesis 37. There's acceptance in a statement like this. Joseph accepted the fact that it was the will of the father to send him there ahead of his brothers so that they're, so that they're Was no need for him to blame them or for them to blame themselves. So these are the three things you need to do to move on. That's what I want you to take away from from tonight's message. Among anything else that the Lord puts in your spirit that will stand out to you. These are the three things you need to move on. Love, forgive, accept. Love, forgive, accept. Stop trying to not love them. Stop trying to not love them. I told you, it's the God in you. It's the God in you that makes you love them even though they done wrong you. It's the God in you that attracts you to them even though they've done you wrong. You still love them. So stop trying to not love them. That's costing you too much time and energy. But be wise. Here's the twist. Don't try to not love them. That's costing you too much time and energy. But be wise about the way that you choose to love them from now on. But be wise about the way that you choose to love them from now on. See, there's more than one way that you can love a person. Tonight I'm telling you to love them like Jesus. That God agape, unconditional love. Love them like Jesus, that a God-paying unconditional love. For so many of you, when dealing with some, not all people, some people in your life, it's time to put away. I'm going to go over the types of different love with you. It's time to put away the filler. That's the affectionate love. That's That's that love that's not romantic. It's not romantic. It's not a romantic attraction, and it occurs between friends and family members. Some of you need to put that type of love away. Then there's pragma. That's an enduring love. Some of you has has an enduring love for somebody who's just a soul tie, and you can be tied to somebody in a way that you need to put away that enduring love, that way, the way that you feel about that person that you think is not going to end, that pragma love, and then there's the um, storgia, the familiar love. Just because that person is familiar to you, don't mean that you don't that doesn't mean that don't mean that you need to be in relationship with them, in friendship with them, close to them,
0: to love them.
2: And then there's the eros, that romantic love, that sexual love, ties and all that. Some of you, you need this time to put all that away. Then there's the ludus, that playful love. Then there's the manna, there's the obsessive love. Ooh, somebody needs to be delivered from that that obsessive love. Then there's the tear. I know I messed that one up. But it's P-H-I-L-A-U-T-I-A. It's self love. You need to put that away. Put it all away for the last one. Because the last one is the great greatest one. And that's the agape love. Agape love is the selfless love. It's the type of love that God has for us. Put the other seven forms of love away and choose to love like Jesus. Love like God. So love the world unconditionally. And that's the agape love, the selfless love. Forgive them like Jesus asked the Father to. Forgive them like Jesus asked the Father to. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Luke 23, verse 34. And just accept, somebody, just accept the way things are and move on. That's what Jesus did. I'm going to give you something else to think about tonight before I close. That's what Jesus did. He had hung on the cross, cried out to the Father because he felt forsaken. Psalms twenty two. He had physically and emotionally hurt over what was being done to him. He had physically and emotionally emotionally hurt over what was being done to him. But because he knew and trusted the Father beyond the, the pain he was enduring, when it was time That's the key, time. Jesus was able to say, it is finished. Jesus was able to say, it is finished. And that's the difference between Jesus and a lot of you. When it was time, Jesus was able to say, it is finished, done, according to John 19, verse 30. Yes, he went through what he went through for humanity. Yes, he went through what he went through for humanity because of the Father's love for the world. But staying stuck in a hurtful season, but staying stuck in a hurtful season, constantly repeating more of the same thing because you love someone is uh, is unnecessary. Hear me, it's unnecessary to stay stuck in a hurtful season, constantly repeating more of the same thing just because you love that person. That is unnecessary. I told you. Love them, but instead of having one of the other seven loves for them, trade all that in for agape love. Love them the way that God loved the world. Love them the way that God loved us, the way that God so loved the church, that Jesus loves the church. Love them that way. Put that agape love on them. Jesus didn't stay stuck. He didn't stay stuck when it was time. Jesus said, it is finished, done. Not that he don't still love us. He loves us. The Father loves us. Therefore, Jesus loves us. But he knew when it was time to say, it's done. It's finished. It's done. Father God, give everybody under the sign of my voice a strength to just pray for them, love them, forgive them, accept some things. As they are and move on, give them the strength to agape love that person, that person that they may have been in a relationship with, that person that they may have been married to, that person that might be a family member, that person that might have been a close friend once upon a time, that person that might be an ex right now or a coworker right now. Give them the strength to switch out all of those other feelings that they used to have and love them the way that you love us, that agape love. Be it a, be it family, friends, or ex, or ex, give them the strength to do what they need to do. Stop letting them get to you. It's time. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that that bless somebody, that that help somebody, that truly help somebody on tonight. Now, I would be more than naive if I left left the air tonight believing that everybody was saved so let's talk about salvation on tonight because you can get saved if you're not saved Hebrews 4 and 15 from the amplifier says "For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are yet without committing any sin, which means that there was, there is nothing, which means that there is nothing too bad that you have done or are currently doing that you can't come to Jesus in the corner of your sins about. Hear me, whatever you're doing, I don't care how people look down on you, you can still come to Jesus about that very thing that they're looking down on you about, because you better believe they may be looking down on you, but I guarantee that if you follow them home, or if you just go to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and look back and scroll through their page and just look down the page, just look back, just look down the page, just keep going down the page, you're going to see something about them too. While they talking about you, they got something, something that they need to be praying about too, praying over too, so just ignore them, this is your night on tonight. which means that there is nothing too bad that you have done. It's, it's nothing because he already knows humanity in every aspect as we are, yet without sinning. That means that there's nothing too bad that you have done or currently doing that you can't come to Jesus and pardon your sins about. He knows your humanity. But love, you are not too bad that you can't change. You can be helped. It means for somebody else, you're not too good because there's somebody out there you think you're too good for Jesus. And there's no such thing. You are not too good for Jesus. And no, I'm not sorry for telling you that because it's the truth. You're not too good for Jesus. No matter how good you've been or how good you think you are, You still need Jesus. You are not exempt from from temptation, from being tempted. You are not exempt from doing and saying some things that you shouldn't. We all fall into that category from time to time, doing and saying some things that we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you need Jesus just like the rest of us to help you live this life out and make it to eternity. Because there will be eternity for you spent either in hell or in the presence of Jesus. You see, the Bible goes on to say, say that in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes, which means he was aware, he was alert, and he still had mobility. Luke 16, verses 22 and 23. You don't want that. Beloved, you do not want that. You do not want to lift up your eyes and know that you are in hell. Have full, full mobility and be alert, aware, knowing where you are, knowing that you are in hell. No, you want to lift up your eyes and feel the presence of God. There's a passage I want to understand and know that you have eternal peace and that you are with Jesus. Philippians four and seven, New King James. Second Corinthians five and eight, from New from the New King James says, "To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord." Somebody, there's the scriptures you scripture you need on tonight. Perhaps you've lost a loved one. If they died in Christ, you have not lost them. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But here's the big question I wanna leave you with on tonight tonight. Who is your Lord? It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Here's how to do it. Romans ten, nine and ten. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So open your mouth and repeat after me, Jesus, I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, words spoken I've had. I believe with my heart that you are the Son of God raised from the dead. I need you. I want you as my Lord and Savior. With faith as little as a mustard seed. I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Amen, amen. If you receive that, I'm gonna tell you how you can reach out to me for further further prayer, a Bible based consultation or just to say, that I got saved all tonight, I'm and I'm a part of the family. If you just want to reach out and say that, that's fine. But because Polipify always deals with real issues, because I know I hit somebody's house tonight, and I've been told I do that a lot. Well, that's the way the Lord anointed me, and I won't apologize for it. But because I always deals with real issues, that's the vision statement for the ministry, actually. politic fire seeking to help you where you hurt, which means, which simply means we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. With all of that always being on point for some people, I felt led, according to the Holy Spirit, to not put anybody on the spot, to not put you on the air and ask you if you have a prayer request or if you have something to say, because if this message has found you, Maybe you don't want everybody to know that, and that's perfectly okay. Well, you can reach out to me in private, and I will be honored on behalf of the Lord to minister to you one-on-one on his behalf. So if you're somebody and you need prayer and Bible-based consultation on tonight, after hearing tonight's message, you can text me or call me at 865. 865- Four zero eight eight six nine zero eight six five four zero eight eight six nine zero, or you can email prolificfire at gmail dot com, prolificfire at gmail dot com. And don't worry if you miss the phone number or the email address. I will put it up on all my social media platforms immediately following tonight's service. I look forward to ministering to to. A lot of you one-on-one, as the Holy Spirit leads, the only thing I ask is to be serious. Don't contact me playing, because when it comes to the Lord, I am serious. And I need you to be serious, too, because while you're playing, taking up my time, there's somebody out there that really needs a word from the Lord. But because I'm wasting time with you, they're not getting what they need. And that's hindering them, hindering me. And God's not pleased. And you don't want God to not be pleased and to know that you had a part in him not being pleased. So call if you need to call, text if you need to email, if you need to email. That's fine. But know why you're doing it. Be serious about the Lord. That's all I'm saying. Now for other announcements, I thank God for everybody that's thrown into this ministry. And if you feel led to sew on tonight, the ministry's PayPal is paypal.me slash prolific fire. Paypal.me slash prolific fire. Or you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol and the ministry's name, prolific fire. The P is capitalized, the F is capitalized in fire. Prolific fire. And I pray that the Lord will give you back the seed that you've sown into this ministry, 36 to 100 fold, wherever you need it the most. Let your harvest come, according to your faith being unto you, Matthew 9 and 29. That's my prayer for each of you that that are sown into this ministry. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Station, like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Also, you can DM me on either one of those. It's perfectly okay. People do so all the time. Check out com. There you can do all the things that I just named. Leave your prayer request, donate. Also, you can do something that's hit your heart, sponsored child through World Vision, or you can just call me. About that, Because not only am I a sponsor, but I am a World Vision Child Ambassador right now for the month of February. We are looking for sponsors to sponsor a child in Ethiopia because Ethiopia is in a state of war and the children are in need. They're really in need. But you can sponsor a child in any country that you want. Right now, we're just focusing on Ethiopia. I myself have an Ethiopian son. To World Vision Zone. So it's a blessing. If you would like to do that, you can also reach out to me, and I can talk to you about that and hook you up with a child. Maybe you want a child that has a specific birthday, a birthday that means something to you within your family, or you want a child in a certain country, a certain age, or just I can help you with that if that's, that's your heart desire. If you don't reach out to me for prayer, but you know that you need prayer, your next opportunity will be to join my sister in ministry for Faith on the Line with Prophets Page. This coming up Friday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. The Lord is always with us right there on Faith on the Line. So join us to get your prayer requests taken care of then. But even if you don't have a prayer request, join. It's just a blessing to be in that type of atmosphere. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same time, and place. Next Monday, I want to let you know, it's Valentine's Day, of course, and we will be taking communion together. So make sure you have your communion ready to take it with us next Monday night, Valentine's Day. And also, there will be a word from the Lord, so tune in and hear what the Lord has to say concerning you and your issues next Monday night. To God be the glory. Everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. Good
0: night. I'm out.